Hi, I'm Rach. And I'm Tish. Welcome to Blondes Out Loud. Happy Wednesday. Today is a little bit different from everything because we're recording this on our... We're recording this in the morning, so if we sound, like, really tired... If we sound like we just woke up, it's because we did. It's because we did, <laughs> yeah. I We usually record on Monday nights, and we were just not... More like Tisha was not yeah, feeling it. I was so tired. I, I was like, I'll just... I'll have more energy if I do it in the morning. So, it's Tuesday morning, but you're listening, so it's a Wednesday morning or Wednesday afternoon. Or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Maybe you don't get to it on Wednesday. Yeah, but for Maybe us, it's five years from now. I don't know. Maybe. For us, it is Tuesday, but we're going to pretend it's Wednesday, so happy Wednesday. <laughs> we are currently doing this and drinking our coffee, so hopefully that helps us wake up, but yesterday we did something exciting. We got our marriage license. We did. It's crazy. We had a meeting because we're getting married in Wisconsin, obviously. And um, actually, I feel like because of COVID, most places do the marriage license meetings online now. Like, they mm-hmm. never switch back. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I can't speak for any other place but the county we're getting married in in Wisconsin. But it was all online, which was super nice because we didn't have to worry about scheduling it while we're in town next week. And it took, like, 10 minutes. It was so and easy. The lady was super nice and super helpful and she just talked us through everything and she was like okay that's it i'll send it an an email and you just have to print it off and we're like cool yeah easy easy easy." we were panicking beforehand because i don't know if we mentioned this on our last podcast did we that tisha's Tisha's, uh birth certificate was or is still with the passport agency or whatever like because you have to send it in when you get your first passport they take the actual physical copy of your birth certificate and then they send it back to you once your passport's ready and then mine is back in wisconsin so we're like oh my god what if they don't let us get our marriage license because we don't have our actual birth certificates but it ended up working out they were really good about it so also i finally got my passport because we talked about it a lot i think in like i don't know if it was last episode or whatever but we were saying how like you need to apply like (laughs) right now but I think it took nine weeks for mine. Yeah. And I'm renewing mine. I sent mine in like a week after Tisha sent in hers. And I haven't gotten mine back yet. But I would guess I'll get it in the next week or two. So we'll keep you updated on that. I thought renewing it would go a lot faster than too. getting a new one. And yeah. it didn't. So yeah. if you think just because you're renewing, it'll go faster, you're wrong, apparently. Yeah, because mine definitely came quicker. I was so excited. I was like, I've never had a passport before. And it literally just came yesterday. So. Bora Bora, baby! Yeah, crazy. I can't yeah. wait to just get out of the country. I know. But we also had our dress fittings on Saturday and they're not done yet, but they're I apparently slowly. lost weight, which was very <laughs> unintentional, so that wasn't great it's, news. I think it's better than gaining weight, though, because well, then she is. can take stuff off. Like, it if you is, gain weight, you're kind of screwed. I was like, had I not lost that weight, I, it probably would have been, been done. Yeah. But I'm just like, shit, what if I lose more Keep weight between now weight. and the wedding? Because we go to Pilates, and I mean, it's I do it like twice a week, so it's not anything significant. And I still eat super shitty. Yeah. Like, well, I, I go all I the time, and well. I still eat super shitty, and nothing's changed. Well, I don't eat very well, and I only go twice a week, and my metabolism's apparently just great. Well, and I wish I had a good metabolism. I know, but in this moment, I'm like, why now? Like, I don't think I've been doing this for how many months, and I don't think I've been losing any weight. And then the one time I get my yeah. dress fitting done, it's like, <laughs> oh, you lost weight. I'm like, wait, what? 
it. Crazy. Yeah. It's okay. So, it's we, all right. we go back Saturday, so hopefully it'll be done. I will probably cry because honestly, like, I almost cried when we went Saturday because it just, like, it's little, like starting to fit me perfectly and it just, like, feels, it feels crazy. Yeah. It's all coming very, very, very quickly. We leave for our batch party in five days. Six. Well, we leave for Wisconsin on Monday. On Monday, yep. And then our batch party is next week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So Yeah, and we have our final walkthrough with our venue on Wednesday the 26th. Everything is finalized. Um, well, no, I wouldn't say everything's finalized, but we're getting to that point because we have our to have everything. Our guest count is finalized. Yeah. We're sending that information to everybody. Our, we've done our seating arrangements, like... We've been working yeah. on a lot. We've it's been, been a lot crazy, done. but I actually like enjoy this part. Now that we know like who's coming, it's more of just like the final details. We also so much have, easier to get stuff yeah. done. Like we also have a meeting with our caterer this Friday to kind of, you know, get more of an estimate because our guest count is so different from what we yeah, had. We really. thought we were gonna have like 150, 175. We ended up with one thirty. Yeah, one thirty seven with us. Mm-hmm. Us included. Yeah. And that's a really good number. I'm happy with I it. I am happy with I it, mean, too. I mean, I'm bummed with some of the people who aren't able to make it, but honestly, it's going to be a whole party. It will be a party. I'm so excited. Yeah, I am excited, too. I think it would have just been too chaotic with around 175, yeah. even even 150, because you throw an extra 20 people, yeah. 25 people in there. The less people you have, the more you get to interact with each individual, right, too. Yeah. I, think it, I think 135, because that's technically what it is, mm-hmm. is perfect for us. It's like a good in-between, and it's also cheaper. So yeah. I think for have that... Have small <laughs> weddings, pay less money, people. Right. That's my best advice. But anyway... I. We are going to be talking about healthy relationships. Last week we talked about toxic relationships, which we are not in. So we get to talk debatable. About, just kidding. So we get to talk about healthy relationships because that is what we are in, right? Are you trying to? <laughs> you're you're looking at me, me like, uh, no, y'all. When I say this is the healthiest relationship I've ever been in my life, I mean that like wholeheartedly. I don't think we would be getting married. I mean, people do it. That's people that is will true. be in the most toxic relationship, true. and they will marry that person. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately. like it's it is what. Why it do you is, think the but... divorce rate is so high? Oh God, yeah, I don't even want to know. There's so many reasons, but yeah, this this is a this is a happier topic. I feel like last week we got a little down in the dumps, but today we just get to be happy. Well, the biggest green flag I think when I met you. Oh, gosh. Now I have to think about this. Give me a second. Well, I didn't even have to think. I have, like, three There's that a came lot. to mind. There's a lot. I think, I think the biggest one was you didn't complain about anything. That was the first thing I realized about you. Because that's your past relationship. Yeah, you were like, so used to it. I could be like, oh, let's do this. And it was just like, a, okay. Like, and there was no, like, oh, or... Or, like, you had nothing to say about it. You know what I mean? Like, you could not, like... I was like, just happy to be you were, with you. Yeah, you were just happy. And, like, I... Like, it was kind of obviously the two-way thing. Like, you would you would say things and I'd go along with it, too. But there was no, like... I'm trying to think of the word, but, like, there's no, like, 
ugh, like really. Like being disgruntled about yeah, it. Like, like not wanting to do it. Yeah. Like Lack you, of interest. Yeah. Yeah. You showed interest in everything that I like said right away. And that was. I mean, honestly, I just wanted to spend time with you. If you were like, let's go roll down a hill. I'm like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that was just, I don't know. That was just the mood, you know, it was like the honeymoon phase and I was just yeah. excited to be there. Yeah. That's like one of them. I feel like my biggest green flag for you when I met you because of my past relationships was the lack of drama. And don't get me wrong, Tisha is a very dramatic person. Yeah. But in terms of like our relationship, she never just caused drama to cause it. There's a difference between being dramatic and causing drama. Right. And I am dramatic, but I don't cause drama. Yeah. Well, eh. (laughs) but like you don't intentionally cause drama just to like make the relationship dramatic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like even in terms of just like drama in general, like I feel like we don't have a lot of it. We never really have. And no. I mentioned that like when we first um, when we first were dating for a few months, I was like, is it a red flag that we haven't been fighting or arguing? Right. That there isn't any drama. Like, is that a red flag? I, I always thought there was supposed to be drama because that's what I was used to. And mm-hmm. so that was like the biggest. Eventually, I realized, no, that's a really good thing. Like, this yeah. is good. She's mm-hmm. not causing drama just to cause it. And she's not... We don't have a lot of issues between the two of us. Yeah. And then I was like, shit, that's that's great. But the other one, I think you're going to agree with this m- mutually uh, with both of our sides. But the way my family loved her yeah. was such a green flag for me. For sure. Like, they just... And friends, though, too. And like, friends. But, yeah. like, obviously family is, like, your friends are almost always going to, like, support give you, you the benefit of doubt right. and support you. But your family, if they don't like the person you're around, it's going to be a lot easier to tell, I guess. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I didn't bring any other women back to meet my parents, I don't think. I think Tisha was technically the first. My parents knew a couple of the people I was with, but I never admitted I was with them type of thing. But they seriously, like, and especially, like, my mom, I think she would, for the most part, be nice to anybody. Yeah. But, like, my dad and my brother, they (laughs) treated you... Like family. Like family. Yeah. Immediately, which was just so wild to me. Like, my brother, like still to this day but right away like almost instantly we were like brother and sister already would like make fun of her (laughs) like he was like he does with me yeah like says mean not mean but like joking we would literally be like at dinner like all like eating together and me and john would just start picking on you or like they would start picking on me and i'm like it's literally a family yeah or we'd team up on tish like it it was automatic like this isn't even something that took time with my Mm -hmm. brother it was just like yeah i'm just gonna treat her like my sister and that was crazy. And it's to so me. funny because I'm getting a little off tangent here, but I remember when like you lived with your brother and you would go to work and he would get up I think around like he'd leave around noon. And I remember I wouldn't get out of bed until he'd leave because I'd like I was scared of him. But then I feel like I once I got to know him more, I loved him. Yeah. I was like, like yeah. if we were in that circumstance now where he was living with me, yeah, you, it wouldn't. I'd be, be a like thing, in his bedroom waking up. You'd be him like, up. dude, get up, let's let's yeah, hang out. Literally. Yeah, yeah. Um, but same thing with my dad, which is even crazier, because he's like, 
harder to win over yeah. and harder to break his shell open. Like, he is the quietest guy. If he's around people he doesn't know or people he's not comfortable with, he doesn't say a whole lot and he kind of keeps to himself. But it didn't take long when Tisha came around. Like, at first, he was very shy. Yeah. It didn't take long when Tisha came around to get him out of his shell. And he sings songs. Like, this is my dad. He'll make up his own words to songs and sing and, like, the stupidest little tunes that make no sense. He only does that around, like, immediate family. Like, me, my mom, my brother. Some Some of my uncles, maybe, like, if he's in a good mood. But he won't do it around anybody else. And he did it around Tisha very quickly. Mm -hmm. Same with, like, joking with her like my brother does and making fun of her. Like, he'll he'll call her names and things that he does, like, jokingly, Mm -hmm. like he does with other family members and with me. And uh, the other thing that just, like, melted my entire heart was the way he wanted to be there for Tisha and support her. Like, when you moved to La Crosse, Mm -hmm. he drove all the way to Medford, which was two and a half hours just to move her stuff to lacrosse like he went took his truck and picked up her mattress because she had no other way of getting it to lacrosse mm-hmm. and that's like his love language is like acts of service yeah and so when he did that six months into our relationship yeah. i was like he really likes you <laughs> yeah that's a lot like, really that's like five you. hours in a car and like to just to, to get a mattress stuff. yeah yeah like yeah so that was just a huge green flag for me is the is. way that my dad even fell in love with her. Yeah. But my whole family in general gets along with her so well. And I feel like it's the same. It is. With uh, your yeah. Family. I was going to say like literally the last two things that you said, like there's obviously no drama. And then just like our family, like both excel, like or my family accepting you, your family accepting me right away. Like that's huge because when I was in a bad relationship, like, people around you can kind of see it but you don't see it yourself and like then you know they don't approve of it or they don't like who you're with and then it's just it's it's hard yeah yeah but and i feel like the people around you can often sense it yeah early oh it's not the right person for you and whether or not they're honest with you about that differs from people to people but I haven't had anybody tell me you're not the right person for me. And they've got what, 39 days. <laughs> something. Oh, God. <laughs> 38 no. days. I'm just kidding. But, yeah. So, um, you want to go into another one? Sure. Um, I'd say, like, communication. Communication is motherfucking key. It's, it is. But, I mean. In every relationship you have. Not just dating. But, st- yeah. Uh, the thing is, like, I can all all these things like we're saying. It's obviously like us. Like, I see it in the green flag in you, but it's also just like an overall like healthy relationship thing in general. But like for you, the first thing like I noticed is like you communicated with me very well. Like you were very open about like what you were doing. Not that I had any like worries and like needed to know I like everything, but the communication we had was so strong and I wasn't afraid to be like I'm doing this you know what I mean because sometimes like when you don't have that open barrier of communication you feel like you can't say things Mm -hmm. and I never felt that way like even now like I still am like I could do anything and like you're not gonna get mad at me 
Or like you, no. <laughs> you literally brought a dog home when I was out of town no, and I didn't leave I, your ass. I mean, so, like yeah. I can say something to you and like not no, feel no, like I, I you're know. going to scream at me, right? You like you I mean? feel like you can have an open conversation, yeah, and be and honest be about honest. what I'm doing and be vulnerable. That's yeah. the other thing. Like you can be vulnerable around somebody. That's a huge green flag. Like yeah. it all comes with communication. It all links together. Yeah, communication, honesty, like vulnerability, trust. trust. Yeah. All of it all kind of ties together. Yeah, and those are all huge, huge, huge green flags, but it all stems from communication and being able to talk about your feelings. And I feel like sometimes you are very, very good at hiding your feelings and not, I mean, a little bit in terms of like if you're upset with me, but more so in terms of like when big things are happening in your life (laughs) and you're like, like when your dad passed away, Yeah, like you were like a fucking brick wall and I was like, bro, can you just cry? But you're like, I don't want to cry in front. I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, like you have to build that comfort level. Right. And it wasn't that she didn't feel like she couldn't cry in front of me. It was that she didn't want to, she didn't want to like show her weakness. And I'm like, you need to knock that shit off. I still do it. I literally still do it because it's like, it's not that I don't want people seeing that I'm weak because I know I'm a baby. I know I'm weak. (laughs) Yeah, I know I am. And I I think people kind of know that I'm a very emotional person, but I also try to always see like the good in those types of situations. And I don't want to sit there and like mourn the whole thing. You try to be positive. Yeah. Yeah. So like, but it's not that I don't cry. No, I do. you do. But you hold it all in until you're breaking Until it, down, until which it is breaks Which is very down. common. I feel like a lot of yeah. people do that. Mm-hmm. And then there's me who just like, I don't cry at all mm-hmm. ever. And then that's concerning too, I think, because I used to cry all the time. Yeah. So again, like open communication and feeling comfortable bringing up your feelings and talking about them um, and being vulnerable huge. Uh, not only just like effective communication but being able to actually listen to each other mm. and feel like you're being heard okay okay here's one we can both work on though yeah this is a tough one <laughs> it is i would say okay i would say more so in terms of like just general conversation though for us like when you're upset i'll listen to you and when i'm upset you you kind of listen to me um but even just in like the day-to-day again this is something i can work on like when i'm sitting on the couch on my phone and she's in the kitchen and trying to tell me something and i'm totally zoned out on my phone like that that's where active listening needs to come into even if it's something little so like that's the very minor version but more so in the sense of like when you're having issues and you need to hear each other's feelings out and if somebody's just totally defensive and being like absolutely not you can't feel that way like invalidating your feelings like that's not good obviously and so that's something I feel like we're pretty good about is listening to each other's feelings and validating that it's okay you feel that way yeah I completely agree I also think that like something that can kind of go in with that though is like if you if you do have something that's you know if you're running into a conflict whatever it may be if you if small large whatever is obviously being able to listen to one another but not being it like but not where it's to the point where it feels like you're in a constant battle yeah because that's not good yeah and i think part of that too is just like you realize your 
well, if you're together and if you've been together for a while, you're probably working towards similar goals, right? Like you want the same things. You wouldn't be together if you didn't want a life together. You didn't have similar goals for your future, similar outlooks, like things like that. Mm -hmm. And so you're, you're trying to work together, not against each other. And I think in those situations, it's important to keep that in mind. And someone who's able to kind of see past their emotions in a high emotion time and remember that and then realize, okay, we need to draw this back a little bit and work together through this situation. Right. Because we do want the same things. Yeah. And we want each other to be happy. Um, But going off of that a little bit too is that... um, A huge green flag for me is somebody with high self-awareness. Yeah. And that's part of it. Because if you're very aware of your emotions, you're aware of other people's emotions, you're aware of how you're making people around you feel and how your actions impact other people, if you have that type of self-awareness, then you're able to kind of draw back in those high-intensity moments. Right. And realize, like, okay, I need to take a minute to kind of think through, am I overreacting? Right. Or am I, am I actually in the wrong here? Exactly. Being able to be self-aware when you are wrong, and then even more so to be able to admit, admit that you it. are wrong. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's the hard that's, part, right? It is. Because you don't... I think it, it takes a lot for someone to actually fully admit it. Because mm-hmm. I think some people think it's a sign of weakness. Right. But really i don't i don't really think it is i think it takes a lot to admit when you're wrong yeah yeah i think it's very attractive to admit when you're wrong if i'm being honest (laughs) are you trying to tell me i need to admit (laughs) when i'm wrong no no um yeah i feel like a lot of these are kind of like similar they like they they all feed off of each other yeah lead into one another I know like earlier you said that it's also important to like share similar goals but I think it's even more important to to have someone who actually supports you and encourages you with everything like whether it's your goals and dreams or even just like on the day-to-day like things like yeah and we talked about that a little bit last week in the red flags too because yeah there's people who will shut down your dreams and goals right away and those are people you don't yeah. want to be with and you so need this someone is the complete who's not going to do that yeah yeah like somebody who's like all on board for what you want to accomplish in life and is going to help you get there and help you learn and grow and you know succeed that's that's the type of person you want to be around and spend your life with also like i don't know if you said this i'm like kind of blanking but pay attention to how they treat other people yeah that is so telling and i feel like that's something i always paid attention to yeah really early on Same. in the relationship is how they're treating other people around how they interact you. with people and not people they know or people they're comfortable around yeah but waitresses and waiters yes and strangers straight yeah the <laughs> the supermarket cashier like how are they treating these strangers around them? Right. Because if they're treating them like shit, it's probably not a decent person. Right. Like if you're if you go to a restaurant as your first date and your partner across from you is 
being extremely rude to the waiter, that is a huge it's red a flag. It's a huge red flag. And it's one thing if, like, it starts out kind and then your waiter sucks and, like, your waiter's being rude to you. But, like, from the get-go, if they're, like, I don't know, like, just super disrespectful. Yeah. Red flag. Yeah. Turn around. Run. It, well, Say, also, I have to go to the bathroom and do not return. But I don't think it's... I think... In a way, yes, it's strangers, but I also think it's important to pay attention to the way they treat family. Because I like, think... Like their family? Well, yes, their family. Because yes, I think like with friends, like and I guess friends too, but I, I'd say more so family because sometimes that can be really telling too. Is the clo- how, how do they treat the closest people to them? Because if they treat like those people with a lot of disrespect chances are they're probably gonna do it to you too they're absolutely gonna do it to you yeah yeah this is actually this is a tangent a little bit but i feel like another red flag is how things you've heard about them in past relationships kind of going off what you just said like they're gonna treat you like that too like, if they cheated on somebody with you, that is such a red flag to me. I yeah. am so sorry, but if they've cheated once, and especially if it was you they cheated with, what's to say they're not going to do that to you? Yeah. You know? And that just made me think of that because I've I've known a lot of couples who have gotten together and behind another partner's back, and mm-hmm. then they end up together, and I'm just like dude, like, what are you doing? He's just going to cheat on you, too, or she's just going to cheat on you, too. Like, she just did that to somebody else with you, and now you think it's a good relationship? No, no, no. No. Like, they need time to process their shit. Yeah. Yeah, this list could honestly go on forever because I think there's so many good aspects of a relationship. Yeah. Um, But I unfortunately do have to go to work today, so we'll just do a few more. Um... Something that's a huge green flag for me is somebody who's always trying to better themselves. Yeah. It terrifies me that there are people out there who think where they're at is the best they can be. Yeah. Like, you can always be better. You can always learn more. You can always do something new. Yeah. And the people that are like, this is the extent of the knowledge I have. This is where I'm at in my career. This is where I'm at in my personal and my social and my um, every aspect of my life. And that is the top for me. Yeah. I will not get any better. What are you do- like? I, I don't know. I'm just like, uh, yeah, no, you like can anything. always get better, even if you're 95. Yeah. Like there's always something you can improve on. And so if you're with somebody or you know somebody who is just stagnant and they're like, nope, I'm good right here. That's a red flag to me. I'm good oh shit! Right here. I just went back to red flags, and we're supposed to be green flags. Sorry, let me rephrase that. They're always trying. If they're always trying to learn and better themselves, and I'm not saying like go back to school to learn. I'm just saying like they're opening their mind to new ideas and new concepts and um, trying things differently. That's a green flag. Yeah, they're always trying to better themselves. Huge green flag. Mm-hmm. They're always trying to get better. I have another one go for it stability yeah this is in so many different aspects and what i mean by this is like you can trust that they are consistent 
in your relationship with them. Like, right. They treat you well consistently. You're not afraid that they're going to burst at any moment. You feel safe and comfortable around them. Like your relationship with them feels stable because they're not unpredictable. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I feel like when you're around someone who's super unpredictable, that could be really scary. Yeah. And so that's a huge green flag if you're around somebody who has that type of stability. They're able to control their emotions. They consistently control their emotions, and you're just not terrified to be around them. Also, like, if you are around someone who, like, just, it's, you know, it's a scary situation because they can't control all that. Like, that goes back to, like being able to feel safe and so like so you a green flag to me is someone who makes you feel safe and makes you feel at home like you're Mm -hmm. you feel safe you feel comfortable around them like you can actually be yourself and you feel protected yeah for sure um i think stability also goes with like financial stability and like having a consistent income and things like that where it's like you're not constantly in a state where you're questioning if you together can live life comfortably yeah there's that type of stability too which i think is a huge green flag because you shouldn't have to rely on just like one person in the relationship like everything should be 50 50 Right. I mean, it doesn't have to be 50-50 exactly, but there should be, you know, both parties making a contribution making, yes. and trying to yep. make a contribution. And then I would just say the last one that I have is that you're able to live lives separate from one another, yeah. like in a healthy way, just not meaning like <clears throat> you like go your separate ways and like you're good and never talk to each other, but like. I'm saying, like, you can go hang out with your friends and I can go hang out with mine. And the other person, whoever's not out, isn't at home constantly worried about what that pers- the other person's doing and who they're hanging out with and all of right. those. Like, there's no anxiety there for the other person. It, it kind of go back goes back to what I was talking about last week with codependency. Yeah, that's what I was Essentially, thinking. Essentially, like, the opposite. Like, you live a very dependent life but you're in this relationship together. You can definitely still do things together, but you still have to have a life outside of each other. Right. I mean, Tisha and I have, like, so many of the same friends. Like, it's just, I mean, we're also two women, so I feel like it's very different in a woman-loving-woman relationship. It's easy to have the same friends. um, And we get along with very similar people, like, similar types of people. So it's pretty natural for us to have the same friendships. Mm -hmm. But I also have, like, my high school friends where, like, they love Tisha and Tisha loves them. But, like, I'll go and hang out with – well, I don't anymore because I live in Wisconsin. (laughs) But, like, I would go and spend time with them without Tisha. And same for her with her friends. And for me not to get mad, too. Right. Right. And not to be, like, checking your location constantly. Like, toxic things like that. Because we trust one another. Right. And so – Um, But for me, like a huge, like a huge notable moment of self, self growth, that's really hard to say for me (laughs) was when, well, actually it was probably didn't happen until I started dating Tisha, but was when I realized I could be away from Tisha and not be anxious and sad and depressed the entire time I'm away from her. Yeah. And it's not because I didn't want to be with her. Like I constantly want to be with her. That's like 
ideally what I would do. But in past relationships, I would just like sulk the Mm -hmm. entire time. I'd be like, I'm not with this person. What are they doing? Like, are they being faithful? Like all these different things. And I would just get into like this deep depression when I wasn't around them. Yeah. With Tisha, it's like the complete opposite. Like I'm hoping she's having fun. And I'm like, if I'm texting her, seriously, all the noisy toys. And if I'm texting her, I mean, we try to keep like the texting very limited when we're away from each other and with other people because we want to be able to focus on those other people but if i'm texting her it's like you better be having fun like yeah. you better be taking this entire moment or it, in and or like it's cherishing just like it a check-in to like make sure like you know that you're alive you're safe you know what i mean right. but right, it's, right. it's not like what are you doing who are you with where are you at like it's, yeah it's nothing like that yeah and so that's just such a green flag and like Again, like I said, such a self-growth for me because I was, that was like a little bit of my toxic habits in the past was just like, I had to be with that person all the time, like whoever I was with Mm -hmm. or I was constantly depressed. And it's not healthy. And that's not healthy. Yeah. So you got anything else? I mean, just going off of that, like that kind of boundaries, you know, you need to have those healthy boundaries and, and really. And respect those boundaries. And respect them. Don't push them. That goes with, like, even... Everything. (laughs) Yeah, it really does. But it goes with even, like, um, self-care boundaries. Like, if Tisha were to tell me, like, I just... like, And sometimes I do this to you. Yeah. Like, we'll be... Emotions will be really high. And I feel like I do this a lot because I don't want to say something I'll regret. And so I've learned to just, like, pull my emotions in and say, I need a minute alone and Tisha sometimes I hate it she hates when I do this but I truly need to do it or I will say something that I don't mean yeah Mm -hmm. and not like in an aggressive way but just like in a stupid way and I'll say I need a moment to myself right now like come check in with me in a half hour when I've had time to calm down and that's a boundary that I've set with Tisha when I'm upset I need time to like regather myself and kind of process what has happened right and tisha respects that boundary she doesn't like it it's so hard for me but like she doesn't like it because i feel like you're totally the mindset of like no we need to solve this right now and i'm totally the mindset of like no we need to take time to process what's happening and then come back when we're calm i think i also like want to be there to like i guess i guess like soothe you (laughs) or like calm you and and when you're like that, you're like, no, I just need alone time. And so that's kind of like what is hard for me is because I'm trying to be like caring and supporting and like there for you, but you don't want it sometimes. And I need to process so things it, differently. Yeah. 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 So it's definitely all about setting those boundaries and respecting those boundaries that have been set and not pushing them. Yeah. I mean, there's times where you do need to push boundaries to, you know, grow, but I feel like self-care is not one of them. No. It's not the right time. But, yeah, I mean, this list, I like I said, can go on and on and on. There's so many, like, smaller things we didn't really touch on. I think we got into more of the bigger ideals in a relationship. But I hope that you are all, like, feeling these green flags in your relationships if you're in one. Yeah. And if you're not in a relationship, like, I hope you're seeing these in, like, your friendships and your family yeah. members and, like, all of that, too. Because it's not just with your partner your life partner it's with any relationship that you're in um you now know what to look for and what not to look for (laughs) and maybe i don't know maybe some people 
some of the things we've said, maybe some people don't agree with it and they think it's a red flag. I don't know. It could like be, it's, yeah. it's definitely a, it's definitely a controversial thing. Maybe not necessarily controversial, just like a almost a preference. Like we all have different preferences and relationships That's and true. how how your relationships go. So this was obviously us and how we feel about it. But I feel like a lot of them were very general and um, can fit for most people but right um yeah i don't really have anything else to say i hope everyone is in happy healthy relationships and if you're not i hope you find one because you deserve it Thanks for listening to this week's episode of blondes out loud the dog is currently biting my arm (laughs) this dog does not want us to talk any longer so we are gonna close it out and go take this little shithead for a walk say hi finny (laughs) we tried to knock the microphone over okay that's enough of him he will not be on the podcast he's like that's enough (laughs) he's like shut this thing up he thinks if he breaks the microphone it'll just all stop so episodes are released every wednesday um you can get them on spotify or apple Podcasts, or really wherever you get your podcasts and And the the blondes blondes are out. out